How's your garden doing? Um, half of it's pretty much dead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, I had cilantro going in one pot. Okay. No, two pots. Yeah, yeah. I had, uh, some lettuce and spinach, and I guess the hot days made them bolt really fast. What does that mean? Um, they get flowers and they have seeds or whatever, something like that. Oh, okay. So they want to, like, reproduce? Yeah, I guess so. That's a bad thing? I don't know. I didn't really look up the definition thoroughly. You know, (laughs) you just, like, look at a bunch of pages and you find out, like, two things and then close all of them and just like whatever yeah that sounds about right <laughs> and uh, i never did the youtube watching like you suggested i don't know why I, I i don't know i don't know maybe i'm just not ready you're not ready for gardening no no no. um it doesn't really matter like i kind of went into this as just like we'll see what happens yeah i don't it's not something i wanted to go full force on yet because there are other factors, too. Like, we have um, some nice neighbors who smoke. Oh, yeah. And yes. I find cigarette butts, like, near my pots and yeah. stuff. And, you know, other things. But, so I, I don't want to invest too, too much into it. But just to get started is a good thing. Okay. Um, but anyway, I have an aloe plant. I have a, one tomato growing. Nice. And it still looks like it's going strong. Okay. Um, I've seen the tomatillo plant, like, flower a bunch of times, but I don't think anything's going on Nothing's in there. Going on. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. Um, the flowers that you gave me are flowering again. Oh, yes. Although it looks like... Like half of it, right? Yeah, it's like half of it died, and the middle is holding <laughs> strong. Like, it wants to keep going. And my jade plant is doing excellent oh yeah that's doing very well i don't know if i can take credit for that it's like i think it's one of those plants that just does well yeah (laughs) if you do like a minimal amount of effort um and then there's a mystery thing growing in it it could be a pepper plant because i just i dumped a bunch of random things in that pot okay um i think we had a pepper that went bad and i was just like eh, i'll dump all the seeds in in here Yeah. Okay. So that's my garden. Nice. One tomato, mystery plant. <laughs> Jade. Jade. Jade is going strong. Aloe's going strong. Yeah. And tomatillos. And my eggplant, same thing. Yeah. It's the pot of, like, nothing. Of nothing. The pot of false starts. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. How do you know when an eggplant is, like, doing its thing? I don't know. They just show up. Really? They, do they come out of the earth? <laughs> no, they usually, like, with most plants, they usually flower first, and then they get, like, pollinated, and then you have a fruit thing, or a vegetable. Right. That's kind of usually what happens. After you see the flowers, that's a good sign, mm-hmm. and you start seeing stuff grow. Yeah. But I see flowers, and then I see them die. <laughs> and then I see happen. nothing. <laughs> it's just been a, a really weird time too, because we'll get these really big like storms, and then it'll be really hot, and I don't know. It's not consistent, and it's not like we have a greenhouse or anything like that. No, and it's kind of like, I mean, they're growing in pots. Yeah, it's not. Where are we? Where 
what are we expecting? Yeah, it's not Pinterest. No, it's not. And I said in the beginning, like, I'm, I've gone the route of Pinterest, but it's a little too much. Yeah. So. We just need those air plants. <laughs> the air plants? They yeah. look like dead plants, just like. They just hang out. Trying house. to find water. They're probably dead anyway. People are just like, oh no, they're still alive. I don't know. I just see them all over Pinterest too. Yeah. Uh, we went to um, that garden place in the place that is around here. I don't want to give out our location. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were just being lazy. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> They have this. They had this giant thing of like air plants. Right? Oh, it was so cool! It was crazy. It was like a. Is a like a, a vertical garden? Is that what is that called? I guess wall so. garden. I was gonna say like a tableau, or but yeah. that's just, <laughs> that's so just weird. made up. Okay. <laughs> it was like a yeah vertical garden kind of thing. It okay. was in the wall. Yeah. Gro- growing. I don't know if it's like on chicken wire or something like that. Like some sort of thing. Yeah wiry thing there's do we have a photo of that i think i had i took a picture i definitely do yeah yeah i think i put it on my instagram actually oh really mm-hmm. okay well i'll try to get that on the show notes i don't know how to transition into my other thoughts okay what are your <laughs> other thoughts i don't know <laughs> well we talked about creative challenges challenges last uh, podcast yes and uh did you do something not really (laughs) well yes sort of i'm starting a new challenge this month okay um i don't know what it is actually so tell me it's actually very open-ended um my workplace is hosting the challenge oh really um, because can, can we say it? Nah, I wouldn't say it. It's very location specific, so I don't know if you want to. Um, I'll keep it vague or uh, Google it. Google it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll put it in the show notes. How's that? Okay, so this art challenge is a little more open-ended. Um, it's actually about creative inspiration. Okay. I knew you would have that reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what does that mean? Like doing something or doing something. Doing something. (laughs) Yes, doing something. Anything. Just do it. Be inspired. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I mean, there's a better explanation like in the post about the challenge. Okay. On their Instagram. But... In general, I guess with the with an art challenge is it's all about doing something daily, and I know your thoughts on inspiration. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> yes, my the, my thoughts are that they're but. Um, <laughs> they're but. <laughs> I guess so. No, okay, so we can we can change it to motivation. If oh, much better. Yeah, if inspiration motivation. doesn't. Isn't your fancy. Oh, so you mean money? No. Okay. Like, what gets you to put... I'm. The problem is, it's, it's much more open-ended. So it doesn't have to be drawing or painting or anything. Okay. Well, how, how, how would it apply to you, personally? To me? Yes. 
Um, so I, I posted something today, um, and it's a cat. Okay. <laughs> it's just a simple ink painting drawing of a cat. Yes. Um, and I basically, the reason why a cat is there is because if I want something to draw that's interesting, I think with the... Like, if you're working daily, if you're trying to make something creative every day, it's hard to make something meaningful and profound every day. Yes. I mean, this is my personal thought, but... um, So when it comes to inspiration, sometimes you need simple things. Um, Simple fallbacks, in a way. Okay. Um, So for me, cats, I think... Are pretty cool one because they're funny yes and they're cute um but also they are like i like how they lounge and they look all like <laughs> like if they were human they'd be this like lazy person just like yeah throwing their body all over the couch or something. yes <laughs> um so you know they have some interesting poses that are um Expressive in a different way, like almost uh, uninhibited. Okay. Um, when you compare it to like like figure drawing and stuff like that, it's posed in a certain way that's kind of like, I don't know, beauty-centric. Right. Where a cat is like, their structure and their, is pretty cool and elegant, and then they lay around like lazy little... <laughs> Lazy little brats. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that's my choice for today. I'll probably revisit it. Um, I've been thinking about doing a cat a day, but we'll a see. cat a day. Yeah. So okay. I don't. I don't know. But I guess my my point is that when you do something regularly, it's it's really um, that's a really high expectation to like to make something like incredibly moving or right it almost is intimidating i think it kind of it can like shut you down shut down the creativity sometimes yeah i mean that kind of goes to what i was saying last podcast about uh writing music yeah um it depends but music can sometimes be like very personal Mm mm-hmm and you want it to be this thing that kind of encompasses all all of i guess i don't i don't want to say feelings but all the thoughts that you have into like this like 3 minute thing yeah um and that's not a thing you can do a day although there are people who write song like a song a day um but i, I don't know about that well even then like even if you i mean there are people that are like oh i wrote the song in like two minutes and it was great but that's i guess like boiling it down to that two minutes when you sat down and and wrote it and got it all on paper doesn't mean that you have been thinking about this and like stewing the idea and the concept way before that stuff really builds up i'm sure that happens with painting where like 
you may be going through a whole experience. Uh, I think that this happened a lot when I was writing the blog post for um, when James was born. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people came out and said, oh, those are very well written and blah, blah, blah. And you saw me writing them. Yeah. And I just like wrote them. Really like, quickly. Very quickly. Um, I still haven't written much. <laughs> I think now if I sit down and try to write the same way, it won't happen because I don't really have much to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I understand that. I guess the other part of creativity that we didn't, or I, I guess what we we are kind of getting at is the idea of success or progress okay um like when do you when can you say you're successful or when can you say that you've made it so to speak in a creative field and it's actually way more ambiguous than i think anyone has ever explained to me (laughs) right um and it's even harder now because there's so many like creative things out there, creative ventures. Yeah, I mean, and there's greater exposure to those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the playing field is is larger, uh, per se. Yeah. Um, where I think we, I think we see a lot more of the very very good stuff. Right, because it's easy to get out. Right, um, taking a photo of a thing that you drew and putting it online is uh, much easier than whatever people did before. I don't know, put it on postcards or take photos and make it into a slide. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Submit your portfolio that way. You still had to do that, right? I had to do it. I have slides in my work. Nice. So it was just like right on the cusp of. Like, submitting digital... Portfolios? Yeah. Wow. I just... I missed the... That switch over. (laughs) I had such a crappy, like, digital camera. There was no way I could do it. So, one thing I was thinking about with creative challenges is... There's this, like... I guess struggle in me to put out something that is maybe half-baked. Half-baked? Yes. Uncooked. Okay. Or (laughs) not fully cooked. (laughs) Um, And putting something out that's more polished because it's representing my skill or representing me. Sure. Um, And it kind of goes back to the whole, you know, making something meaningful every time you try to make something. Yeah. Um, Because on one hand, you need to put work out. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to, but... I think you need to. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think you need to put it out. And it's risky, especially if it's not that good. (laughs) But, and it, and it's difficult to to look at something that you've made and think 
like more long term or bigger picture and say like right this is a thing that's going out right now it exists here this is what it is and i need to make more stuff and continue there's a peculiar thing that happens with that kind of stuff uh where sometimes when when enough time has passed you go back and then you see some of the stuff that you put out and you see where you're going and you you say like hey that's actually not bad yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah (laughs) (laughs) because there a lot of times when i paint i the start like the beginning is is fun it's like oh i'm getting somewhere it looks good it kind of looks good and then you get to the middle and it's like okay okay and then you get to the finishing it's like oh my god can this please (laughs) end (laughs) and or i get stuck or something like that yeah and by the time i'm finished with what i worked on i don't want to look at it for a long time decades yeah like i put it away (laughs) in a dark place uh, do you listen to these podcasts? No. After they come out, they don't. You don't. No. Okay. So, <laughs> so just uh, <laughs> yeah. I I well, I mean, I have to listen to them because I have to edit them. Yeah. Um, but I do listen to them. Like I know um, you do, and I listen to it with you sometimes. Yeah. With like everything in me, just kind of cringing. Oh no. Not, and I know I, it's not that I disagree or anything like that. It's just not my instinct. Like, right. I feel like I need a break from something I've worked on for pretty intensely. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I force myself to look at it. Yeah. Like that painting on the bookshelf. <laughs> oh, that one? I like that one. I like, I hated it. And now I kind of like it. Yeah, it has our old couch. I like that old couch a lot. Yeah. And the painting. It was a great painting thing. Yeah, that was that was our first place together, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. But the thing with that is, like, sometimes when you finish something, it's like, oh, I figured it out. I know what I need to fix. And it's like, you can't go back into that. Just leave it. You need to move on. Yeah. Like, it's over. Otherwise, it'll never be done. Yeah. So, like, I look at that painting, and I'm like, I gotta fix that wall. The color is weird. It's just weird. I don't even... The space is, like... I don't even know. (laughs) It's not right. Right. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. So, I look at things like that, and and I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, in, in some ways... There's, like, a level of confidence that you need to have in what you're doing. Okay. Um, and at the same time, a level of humility. Okay. Um, so, one thing that I, that I think about when I have this, like, emotional reaction to what I just made, like a painting or something, and I hate it. Like, I I really need to force myself to not do that. Like, I need to critique my work with a level head, with fresh eyes, with, you know, not with the, like, 
attitude of, oh, I'm not so good, and yeah. oh, I can't do anything, I can't paint. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on one hand, like, one part of me needs to have that approach to what I'm making and just put it out there, accept it, and stay level-headed yeah on that so i guess that's where the humility plays um because you can't be so fragile you can't have um this protective attachment maybe yeah you know this attachment to what you've made and and who you are as an artist like all of a sudden you put out this crappy painting and you're not an artist anymore yeah Uh, it kind of reminds me of I know mindfulness is very like popular right now, but uh, it's kind of like that, right? Yeah, actually. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- I think that's kind of what it is. Um, of kind of standing back. Yeah. And just looking at at whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I like art. Um, is that you do have to force yourself to be mindful, so to speak. Sure. Um, we tried to record a podcast kind of on the subject, but it didn't It didn't make it. It didn't oh, make no. the cut. <laughs> no. Speaking of, like, putting stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, I, well, in, in that case, we have to record. Yeah. You know, and even if it's bad or we're too tired, sometimes we just have to sit down and record. Sometimes we have bad podcasts where, like, we're, like, either angry at each other or angry at the world. Or or we're just tired. Yes. Um, Mostly it's that, that we're tired. Because the only time we can really record these is pretty late at night. Yeah. So we record them anyway. Uh, Even, like, halfway through we might say, like, you know what, this isn't going to make it, but we'll keep on talking. So, yeah, um, it's been it's been a great experience, I think, sort of learning how to have a conversation. Um, That's true. Without saying um so much. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny that we're we're talking about how you have to put something out. Even though it's bad, <laughs> we yeah. haven't put out some podcasts because they're pretty bad. Sometimes things are so bad that you you just say, you know what, like that's not gonna go out. But I think no, but I, seriously, like sometimes things are really bad. No, but I think it's coming from the right place. It's one thing to say this is so bad, and you're just beating yourself up and saying like, oh, I'm a piece of crap. We can't swear on this podcast. I can say crap, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. So you're you're a piece of poop, but it's not it's not that. I mean, you actually, for the most part, you actually listen to it and see if you can edit it. And yeah, uh, I'm getting more and more like um, like light with the editing. Um, I think mm-hmm. in the beginning, I would edit a lot of stuff out. Oh, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and now I try to. I, I mean, we usually speak for, I want to say, like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I try to compress that down to like 50, 45 minutes. Um, but most of that is just like time stuff. Like I might tell a story or you might 
go off on a tangent or something. Yeah. Um, and that's just stuff that we cut. It's not so much uh, mistakes or... Yeah, so I th- again, I don't feel like that's coming from an emotional place where you're just... It, I think it's coming from a mindful place where you're actually analyzing what we've made exactly. to see. And I think that's what makes the difference. Um, and approaching it in, in the way that you are bashing yourself is kind of a false humility in a sense. Yeah. Um, it's not constructive in any way or hopeful. <laughs> it it can be dangerous too. Um I think when I was younger I would have a lot of that mm-hmm. of people would say to me like, "Oh, you're you're good at whatever." And I would say, "Ah, no, no." Yeah. Um until I met someone that called me out for that and said, "Hey, like learn how to take a compliment." Yeah. <laughs> right? And that kind of knocked some sense into me. And, where now if somebody says, like, oh, you're good at this or whatever, and you say, oh, thank you. Like, I've I've been doing this for, for quite a while, and uh, I'm glad you appreciate my work or some some line like that. But, um... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, because at the same time, you need to be honest with yourself about what your weaknesses are. Yeah. You also need to be honest with yourself and what your strengths are and and what you're doing right. Um because then how do you assess your work if you don't know what you're doing right? Exactly. And everything is wrong. Yeah. It's like, well, just give up. <laughs> like what are you doing here? Yeah. If that's what the dilemma is. On the other hand, you can get very overly confident mm-hmm. and think like, "Oh, I know everything about uh, I don't know photography." Yeah. Um and not accept uh advice even from i'm not saying like advice from like pros or whatever advice from someone who's starting out and see something that you don't see or even a stranger too yeah like sometimes people judge things from their personal experience and that can always throw you yeah, off. yeah that too yeah i think the the overconfidence i mean it just I don't even want to call it overconfidence. It's kind of like arrogance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to call it what it is. Because there is value in confidence. I think that's what I'm getting at, is that you need to be able to step forward from your weaknesses and kind of move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you can't take criticism. Right. Like, never. <laughs> um, there was, there's one thing I've, I've heard. I actually heard it from someone else, and I, I think it's very true. Um, one thing that I think a lot of creatives fall for is the superficial inspiration. Okay. Which is basically praise. Um, so you make something and someone's like, oh, this is really beautiful. And then you're like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to make more stuff. (laughs) And then you get kind of used to that. And then you put something else, something out, even if you don't show it to anyone else and you don't like it, all of a sudden it it can be like a downward spiral of like, I can't put anything out. All of it's bad. (laughs) And, and not only that, like you're, you're, 
you can't handle someone else saying something yeah. to the work. So you never put anything out, and you never face... Reality. Reality. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's that's a really important lesson, um, because, I, I mean, I feel like I've... I face that personally in a sense um i i've also heard this in another podcast or it was a piece of advice from someone that they knew someone that was really bad at what they did but they kept going and they kept doing it yeah. like religiously <laughs> yeah and eventually they ended up being the best out of their group of friends um and I believe in that because when I look back at my stuff and I look back at how I was just like, I'm going to do these steps. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm messing up left and right and not doing things the way I should. But looking back now, it's like I was on track. Like, that's exactly what I should have been doing. I should have been messing up. But when you're in that situation and when you are feeling like the 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 pain of <laughs> messing up, of failing and stuff like that, when you're in the middle of it and you don't realize that that's part of the, the journey, then it shuts things down completely. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I really believe in, in the whole you know, put, put something out there and, and, you know, face your fear. Um, don't always rely on the praise on the, on the, Oh, your, your work is so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, who do you know that talks like that? That's weird. Hey, hi Veronica. (laughs) You? No. Is that me? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> is that my sarcastic voice when I say, oh, that's so nice. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Not to, not to, like, I don't know. It's, it's really freaking hot. <laughs> Yeah, it would be interesting to try out that that creative challenge thing. Um, I have been working on something. Um, do you remember I was I was saying that I wanted to work on something that was more longer term? Um, and I am kind of working on something, but I can't really announce it yet. You can't even announce it to me? No, I can't. You haven't announced it to me? Uh, you probably know, but I am working on something that's... It's going to take a while, and you might see it around the fall, I think. It's not music. (laughs) Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) They're rolling my eyes so hard. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I've been working on that. I can't figure out what it is. You already know what it is. I do? Yeah, you do. Um, I did. Can I tell you about my latest savers find? Oh, Speaking of creativity. That's not creativity. Yeah, it is. No. I found a Super Nintendo uh, with two controllers. It's really nice. It's It hasn't gone yellow yet. Uh, some, of, some of the models of the Super Nintendo 
had this plastic that like turned yellow over the years and this one is like pristine gray um and it's really wonderful that's my story about creativity i'm so lost (laughs) i was thinking about something else okay and then you brought in the super nintendo and i didn't get to play yet (laughs) (laughs) play after anything else that you're working on no (laughs) (laughs) no i have some some pencil sketches that i I meant to paint before i went to the hospital but i i haven't done that yet um i uh i have ideas like as far as like creative inspiration i'm actually not in one of those phases where i don't have something i want to draw it's actually more like i feel like i have to save them for a more like conducive time to make stuff okay um because i feel like a lot of times when i've tried to to do the paintings or sit down and actually do it it's just not it's either not a good time or i'm not using the right materials or right whatever whatever the situation is and then when i make it it looks like crap <laughs> <laughs> and um you know i it just i don't have the time to develop it to the to the point that i need to um for some of the projects i have in mind um so i guess I mean, I guess that's one of the reasons why I'm doing, like, the daily challenges is to make sure that I'm not getting hung up on the whole, like, I don't have the ideal situation to make something, so I'm not going to make anything. Yeah. Um, so that way, I'm kind of thinking in reverse and thinking, how do I make the ideal situation? Like, if I can't sit down to actually do a developed painting which takes days and weeks. I mean, that self-portrait that we've been talking about took a few weeks yeah, to did. finish. Yeah. Um, so, how, like, how do I create the ideal moment? And so, usually what I would do is just take out all the the stuff that, that, that extends the time. Yes. Yeah. So, um, like, painting from life, which is how I did that self-portrait requires me to like create the same position and the same like light situation and all of that so i have to like recreate the whole over several days yeah um which makes it even more challenging and more difficult to resolve yeah um i don't like working from photographs we'll get into that right now but (laughs) that's another podcast yeah (laughs) Not because it's bad or anything. It just no, it's bad. No, it... shout out to the Reddit art. No, um... <laughs> that that's like only one piece of the thing. Only one piece. But um, I personally like working from life. It this is like a totally other podcast because it'll take too long to explain. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to the mindfulness thing. So another podcast. Okay. <laughs> Keep listening if you really want to know. but it goes back to that um so instead of working from life or painting and having to mix all my colors and whatnot yeah i'd get some pencils and just work with pencil yeah (laughs) 
or um or watercolors I've been working in watercolors for the past few years doing some small paintings because it's easy to clean it's I can still work on like my painting skills they're different and hard in other ways but um I I don't have to worry about the whole long long-term development as much right so i mean there's a lot of factors right um one thing i was thinking about um was that we haven't really completed the do you remember the marie kondo thing that we were trying to do oh yeah um we moved in between then yeah that that kind of thing that we were doing and we sort of lost track of because there's, I mean, we still have stuff in boxes from when we moved. Yeah. Um, I think th- those are the things that we're supposed to do next, too. Yeah. And that that is also on my mind. Yeah. So when I kind of sit down to do, to do something creative or anything like that, I also have that on my mind. That's true. Um, that's I guess that also kind of goes to the mindfulness thing, too, where... Your mind is cluttered. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be mindful because all these things pop into your head. Yeah. All these unfinished things. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. So far, we've just promoted mindfulness. <laughs> mindfulness and... Uh, it, like it needs it. <laughs> yeah. It's very trendy right now, right? I guess so. I, I do want to talk about it. Like, actually kind of do the podcast that we, we threw out. Yeah. Um, I think it was a Father's Day podcast. Okay. Um, but it's just, it can get a little hard to explain, I guess. Especially when you're tired. Yeah. Yeah, well, that would have to be like a podcast we record on the weekend when... Uh, no. Weekends are really busy. Uh. I don't know. Whenever. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. At some I, point. I think I have enough to work from now. That's good. So I'm going to try that creative thing, even though I don't understand it yet, but I'm going to go read the post again. Well, I thought you wouldn't do it. Why not? Because you're very skeptical of inspiration. Okay. Like, if I mention something about a motivational speaker or whatever, you are like, close your ears, the stupid... And walk away. <laughs> this is how you close your ears. <laughs> <laughs> She's making... You know how, like, dogs close their ears? She's making that with her hands. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an elephant. Um, that stuff doesn't really work for me. Um, you know, self-help and motivational speaking is, like... You're, like, immune to that. You're allergic to it. Oh, there is some self-help that I do kind of subscribe to. Kind of like the, the Marie Kondo method thing. Well, um, you secretly read that. Yeah. Or, because I knew she, she wasn't full of uh, poop. I mean, she might have been. like She did talk about poop a lot. Yeah, she did. <laughs> How after she... Some oh, right, of her right, clients yeah. like did her method, they like... <laughs> then they just couldn't stop pooping. <laughs> Seriously, go read the book. So you're probably full of poop. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Or the Getting Things Done thing, the G- GTD by uh, David Allen. 
Um, that is also kind of self-help, but it, it works. Uh, what I don't like is the motivational speakers who are kind of out there and say like, you know what, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really successful. Uh, I make all this money and the reason they make that money is because they sell books to people who are desperate for (laughs) creativity. (laughs) I think you've seen the worst of the worst too. Well, yeah, I'm I'm in, I happen to be adjacent to the real estate field. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who are like, hey, you know, you're going to make a big business and blah, blah, blah. Um, it, It can be a little depressing to see people who are desperate. They need money. You know, they they're trying to get more sales. Uh, and then someone will come by and say, like, hey, try my method. It's mm-hmm. like a thousand dollars, but you'll make a ton of money. And then they they give what little they had to that person. And if it doesn't work, you need to buy more. So. Well, yeah. If it, if it doesn't work, it's your fault. Like you're not good enough. And I really don't subscribe to that kind of inspiration, I guess, mm-hmm. um, because it's kind of like they're saying you you have to be inspired by this, and if you're not inspired by it, like you're broken. Mm-hmm. So I. I don't know. I don't like that. I think inspiration can come in in many ways, too. Not necessarily by someone saying, like, oh, you're good. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be that you need money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's that's okay. Yeah. I I fully believe that you can do things without that motivation of money. Yeah. That's okay. I don't. I mean, I don't think it's necessary, but I don't think it's a shameful thing, right? No. Like, you got to get paid, like... Well, not only that, I think when you put... When money's on the table, you have to show up, and you have to be accountable. This is actually something I was thinking about, too, on the, the confidence factor, okay. is that, like, you can't be, like, all mopey and just say, like, oh, I can't do this. No, no. <laughs> like, you have to... Like, you have to provide a service. I mean, that's that's basically what a business is. You're providing a service for the exchange of... Right. Money. money. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, you know, if you... I can't say half-ass. Half-butt. If, if you can't half-butt it, or if you half-butt it, then you're accountable to the person that you're serving. Yeah. Um. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount that, or I wouldn't call it like a greedy um, type of motivation because you you are accountable. Right. Um, I mean, yes, you can overcharge people. You can do really like nasty things as a business person if you want to, I yeah. suppose. But I mean, it can definitely come back to bite you. In the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Buttcast. Episode 001 of the Buttcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> okay, it's over. It's over? We've I'm been over. speaking for. No, I'm not finished with my thought. I have to finish my thought. We've gone over an hour. Okay, okay. go. Uh, I think it's a, it's a good way. I think it's a good learning process. Um, yeah. It can be one of the hardest ones um, because at the same time, someone could also 
come back at you with like the most outrageous feedback yes. that is not grounded in reality and in a sense they they might not even be in that i guess like what i was saying before that non-emotional place where you can actually assess the work yeah your client could be coming from a crazy emotional place and exactly and assess your work incorrectly um so i think it i mean i think it's a good challenge to force yourself to to figure out what that is like what how do you break down your work how do you break down your process how do you educate the customer um about what you do and it and yeah and finding what the value of it is right yeah and and also taking it out of that i mean i i feel like it's kind of I I feel more and more that it's my responsibility to get my creativity and my artwork in a place that's not so subjective. Okay. Um and and part of that is communication and like doing my homework on you know the relationship side. Yeah. Not just the like artistic skills and 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 the artsy artsiness <laughs> artsy fartsiness right cool <laughs> i don't want to go on too long i guess this is kind of a a big topic of course uh so i don't know but we've we just scratched the surface <laughs> well i learned a lot today you did i don't know not really but uh i hope you guys learned a lot today no <laughs> There's no teaching involved. No. <laughs> hmm. I actually feel really weird talking about stuff like this. Really? I feel like I'm pretending to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> to be <laughs> very honest. I mean, you're speaking from, like, experience. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So. I'm smart. Everyone, go make some stuff. Don't be lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a scaredy cat. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Make something. Do your best. Okay. Move on to the next thing. And uh, stay cool. Stay cool. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) All right. That sounds good. Um, You can check out the show notes for this podcast Mm -hmm. at svp.cool. Um, I'll put up the, the, the painting that we were talking about for a while. My cat? Or the other one? Um. Oh God. Now I need to check this stuff. I'll put up your Instagram so people can see your cat. Okay. I'll put up that painting with the couch that you were talking about. And, um, I can link to that creative challenge that you were speaking about. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you can participate in it. Look out for our other podcasts about uh, meditation and... Mindfulness. Mindfulness and... uh, We're going to teach you how to get a panic attack. Painting from a picture. A photo. Photo. Ooh, it's going to be controversial. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Nothing's controversial on here. 
Oh, no. This is a... Except for mayonnaise. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye.